It's the worst fucking podcast that you'll hear. It's not that respected when it's the collective as Christian would cheer. It's the worst fucking podcast that you'll hear. Collective Podcast. All right, Jerry, we're here. We had a surprise. We recorded a podcast before, and then, uh, and then, and then Mr. Married Man over here pops up and goes, hello, and here he is. He's like, let's do a podcast. Wait, you're saying I'm married? Yeah. We're here with, uh, you can only be so lucky. we're here with, uh, I don't know, we, he was only here for one episode, right? Tales from the Filmmakers? He was exactly. here, like, way back early oh, days? No, he was there for the first episode. Yeah, so we did our first episode and Tales from the Filmmakers. We're here with Ian Houston. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> yeah. So what's been going on, Ian? What's been going on? I don't know what this episode is going to be about. We may release, we may not release it, I don't know. We're just going to have a casual conversation. No, it's going to be goes. like the question marks, the prince's name when he changed it to that. It's yeah. just like, yep, that's my name, the question marks. We're all wearing a Riddler shirt so, with a question mark. So, what are frogs? What uh, are frogs? So, uh, what's, going, so what's going on, Ian? What, what's not going much. On? I went to Maine. People are slow. <laughs> went to Arizona. They own guns. And it's... So, that's that's why the recount was all messed up. Because yeah, you went there. You went to Arizona. Arizona's an absolutely beautiful state. Yeah. It's amazing. It's uh, landscapes. Right out of John John Ford films, it's beautiful. How, also, but, how many mountains did you not want to climb, but you end up climbing? Well, I only climbed one mountain, and that was in Maine. Ooh! <laughs> how out of breath were you? Uh, uh yeah, we were. And yeah. the problem is, once you went all the way up there, you had to go right back down. It took about a good hour to get up. It took half an hour to get. Back That's down. why people like with hiking; they only do hiking maybe a few times a year, if not every other year, mm-hmm. because they don't realize that like when you're climbing up. You do have the other half that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Just getting back to where you started. Well, the best part is when you're going up, it's usually longer. When you're going down, you're going with gravity. Right. So it takes shorter. But people were bringing dogs up there. Like a German Shepherd was climbing borderline vertically up Acadia National Park's biggest well, mountain. I, I was I like, mean, how does he get, well, he get I, up there? Well, I mean, they're dogs. They're dogs, yeah. <laughs> they're well, dogs. But what are dogs? What are dogs? What are frogs? What are frogs? But I'm telling you, the um, national parks... As much as I disagree with the federal government, it's the yeah. one area they do a very good job with. They oh, have, yeah. They have things with the roads. They have places you can do trails. Everyone social distance, so, so I you, didn't get COVID. You went up to Maine, and was there anybody up there? Or was it just like, hello, uh, what's it, going on? It's one of those states where you wouldn't know COVID happened. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's like, basically, there's not many people up there already. So did you try the lobster up there? Or? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah lobster rolls. Was, 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 was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Uh, and then we went to, we took a stop down in Massachusetts. We went to Plymouth, where the Pilgrims landed. It's basically like a summer Jersey Shore kind of town. We saw so, an old so church. So there's Pilgrims and DJs, and they're at the Shore House. That's that's what you're saying Maine is like. Basically, yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> there's Pilgrims and DJs. It's, uh, uh, by the way, in, in Maine, they talk like that. They the talk. Ba- the Baston accent. The Baston, like the Baston. We went to Bahaba. 
Bob Hubbard. Bob Hubbard. Got, you, like that. Got, got some Sam Adams. Sam Adams. Batman. Get uh, Robin. Get, get to the car. Get the cat. <laughs> get the cat. Get the fucking cat. Get the fucking cat. So yeah, Arizona was great. We went to Tombstone. We went to um, where they shot Tombstone. <laughs> where they shot Tombstone. Yeah. We went to Tucson, Phoenix. It was great. Now we're back in good old Jersey slash New York. Yeah, in, in Hoboken. Off topic. Yeah. What's the most touristy thing? You feel like you've ever done in my life. In your life, you t- like it could even be in your own like state or whatever. Go to Gettysburg. <laughs> I feel like a tourist. I'm in my let's own go country. to Gettysburg like three, three, <laughs> three times in three a year. Three times a year. <laughs> so, so I'll come what, back next year. So I love it. What were you expecting differently from going like a third time compared to like a first time? Uh, I know a lot about the battle, so I feel like when I went with my wife at that point, just girlfriend. You take the time out. You have multiple days. Whereas the first time I went with a friend of mine, it was just one day trip. You can't do as much on a day. Did you see there was a video floating around of people driving down one of the streets in Gettysburg? It was pitch black. Oh, it, was it was fake. Near, it was near. Oh, the person running. If the, you the look ghost. really close in yeah. the video, it's the raindrops. Because at first I was watching it and you could see yeah. like, oh, it's ghosts running across the cannons. But then you rewind. It's like, wait a minute. He's filming the glass of his car and the raindrops are going that. sideways because the wind and if you look closely like, oh it's the raindrops oh moving. yeah no because at first was... i was like what the hell <laughs> it looked legit but it's no it's fake and the new york post ran with it but i think that was more clickbait because yeah. there's i've heard stories of there's they do ghost tours at gettysburg i will never do well them. you well you i mean you i remember you telling me like you go on the field and you just feel, you feel the energy feel the energy of it's, just what two two thousand people died there so yeah, yeah I think one on top of the other yeah there's a lot of energy there yeah. a lot of negative yeah. energy it's a beautiful area. The problem also, we, when we went out, that we found that we talked to people. There's not much out there. It's rural Pennsylvania. There's drug problems. Do you feel like people only gravitate towards like the landmarks of their history and what's like represented over there? Yeah, because it's way out. It's like southwestern Pennsylvania on the border. I think of Maryland. There's not much out there. Right. Like you're driving for. It's just all field. It's just all field and and far, farmland or just like. Mm-hmm. There's like barns and those windmills out there, and then all of a sudden it says entering Gettysburg, and then it becomes like 1864. <laughs> oh, so it's like freaking deliverance and like just just yeah. in the north. Oh, there's some people <laughs> just there. in the north. <laughs> yeah, literally. It was <laughs> like, funny when I went there the first time. Um, we were at a biker bar and everyone had Confederate flags, and I was like, "We're in Pennsylvania," but I was like. We're technically you technically on like the yeah so you were you are you're on like the border there of like yeah. south because yeah. Maryland was a they were Union state but they were border state yeah, so like, it's, uh, it's like yeah <laughs> so yeah Civil War that's a whole other separate podcast yeah. oh, sh- speaking of civil wars um, <laughs> oh god speaking of civil wars um, uh, so uh, I made the joke like so Ian what are you doing for your birthday oh I'm going to Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> of course, people new? go. People go out drinking. People go to strip bars. You, I want to. I want to do some type of history thing. Let's go to Gettysburg. <laughs> I want to go to Gettysburg. Where are you? Where are you going for your uh, for your best with your best men on the uh, bachelor Mount, party? Mount we Vernon. Go. Mount Vernon. <laughs> a... I went. To, we, we went to Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. We went to um, Manassas Battlefield and. It was yeah, you were there. <laughs> and then we went to the DC Zoo and we went to Georgetown. Oh, the DC uh, Zoo. Oh me, god, Jerry, 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 Jerry showed walking, up as he a was banana. walking on, around with the bottom of his of his, so, of his what was it? There is a there is a bear costume that pretty much emulates that I'm riding on top of the bear. So why not make the animals go out of the cage so that makes me on top of the bear, just walking around the general public. Mm-hmm. So I'm just literally, like, taking a piss in the bathroom, just walking out that way. 
I'm going to the food lines, like, in the same criteria and everything. And then the looks of just dismissiveness, disgust, and then also laughter, and most importantly, laughter is just prevalent throughout the entire zoo. Yes, I remember we were waiting for him because they parked on the side of the zoo and they're walking, and all of a sudden through the crowds, I see people moving, and I see somebody walking through the, the veil. With the veil open. The heavens open, and there's there was a, Jerry. The bottom of yours was a lion? So, th- so Wait, then there's, there's like two legs, like. That represent like sneakers. Oh. So, so what I did was when I was pointing to the entrance, I would have the sneakers on top of the window to oh. like talking to the patients or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm just kicking my feet back. I'm having a good time. Oh my goodness. So, so we told we told the story on the second episode that we did a couple weeks ago, uh, the COVID episode about how you guys were driving out of DC. And we look at Sean. And you look at Sean's phone, phone, and it's like. Shit, COVID went to DC the, the, the as first, you guys were the leaving. The first cases got reported yeah. as we were driving out. It's like, well, that was us. Well, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> and that was before we realized how bad it was. That was March. That was the that was March. first week of March. And then I got back to work, and within two weeks, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I was in work for two days, like terrified. Yeah, because I was like, not like, they, the whole thing was, don't touch your face. Well, because you had you had hands. somebody there. You you basically the guy. I can't say who I work for, but they no, said the guy was in my building. Well, basically, the guy that was in your building patient was, was, zero was for basically New York. patient zero for New York. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, the next thing I know, I'm reading on the on the news that Cuomo like cordoned off like quarantined New Rochelle because the guy was there they brought like army yeah you were like oh "Oh, are we going down to quarantine too too late now people start popping up and thankfully we called and they Governor Cuomo made the good decision and he told us work from home I was like good because (laughs) this is going to get scary and you're still working from home and I'm still working from home in the foreseeable future do you guys think there's going to be a vaccine before the election well, the election or just happened. I mean, oh, well, <laughs> before Biden gets into the office. Yeah, they said the. Uh, they, I, I, it was they, well, Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer said that their vaccine worked. What ninety percent good? So ninety percent. So it's ninety percent efficacy between a plasma trial, which was half of them, and then the other half was actually injected with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Some so, guy volunteered, right? There was some. Yeah, guys and they said it was ninety percent was was was. Okay, so ten percent you might get a extra head, but yeah. <laughs> Well, so, so the distribution issues pertaining to that. The military might have to do it, right? They said the military, but then there's also the issues of storage for like the vaccines because they have to be, I believe, negative sixty degrees Celsius. Or and it's rounds like of shots, isn't it like rounds of so shots? So it's, it's, it's two three rounds. week intervals. Okay, it's two rounds of shots, but they said that you it, it's only lasts for a year. So I'm like, so, so it's basically going to be like the flu shot. Where so it's basically like, be a new flu shot. Yeah, which is like. So it's almost like you can wait for this. I really don't feel comfortable. I'm yeah, not, I'm not. I'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all, yeah. but just when I heard him say Operation Warp Speed, I don't want a Warp Speed vaccine. Operation I need warp to speed. see more competition. <laughs> yeah. I need to see what Moderna does with their numbers within the next week or so. Well, yeah. did, I need did, to see did. what AstraZeneca does when they put themselves back on the trial. That's the other company? Yeah. There, there's like at least six that don't, are in. Don't you have to do like two years worth of e- EPA, not EPA, um, follow, FDA? Yeah, follow the yeah. FDA. So yeah. why are, I guess, did they... Did did they somehow? Well, we can't we can't keep the country down, shut down. No, for I know that. Long. But did they ramp? Did they do? Did they speed up the process, or are they just kind of like ignoring all the th- two year trials? No, it's, I it's, think they can. I think they're going past all all the red tape. I it, think that's oh, they it. just cut off all the red tape. Yeah, cut off all the oh, red tape. Okay. It's interesting because I was researching the Spanish flu as far as when. How'd they get rid of that? I forget. It was widespread. So eventually, herd immunity over mm. time. Then in nineteen forty five, if you look it up, apparently the widespread of the vaccine was available at that time right after World War II. Okay. Because of the lack of technology beforehand, mm-hmm. 
I remember reading a story in the beginning of the pandemic how they were talking about 1918 flu. One of the, this, I think Patient Zero was a soldier from Kansas. He went over to France, got it, and then came back. And then somehow months later, there was a parade, victory parade for the Americans in Philadelphia. Everyone came out, and like the half the city got like got oh, the, the, the virus. It was so bad. And back then, news travel. Well, they had they had what did they have they had did they have phones in World War One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Did, well, I sound like an idiot on this podcast. They, they had AT and T back then. Oh god, yeah. Verizon. No, you probably they probably had the uh, they the had phone. The, what's no, it called? Uh, the, the, the Morse rotary? code, the, the rotary? Like, te- telegraph. Morse code. What? Nineteen. They had to have. Did they, they pick up the thing and go, "Hey, operator, I want to talk to so and so." Yeah, Alexander Graham Bell invented the phone what, in the eighteen nineties. So yeah. Well, I mean, if you're Italian, some I mean that that's disputed. If you're Italian, oh, he's he's the guy. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an Italian guy made it. But well, that's, that's the debate about who yeah. invented who who harnessed electricity. Was it Edison or Westinghouse? There's actually a movie that or just Tes- came out. Not Tesla. Or... Well, that's the other story. Yeah. That Tesla tapped into allegedly. I'm have no evidence of this. I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. What I've heard, but <laughs> I'm hearing as Trump says, I'm hearing things. <laughs> I heard that Tesla had found a way to harness free energy from just the air. Mm. And, and we can't have that. And we can't have that because <laughs> there's can't no have profit. Yeah. So Thomas Edison and George Westinghouse basically wanted him out of the business of electricity because one, I believe, was direct current. they wanted current. Elon Musk out of electricity. Yeah. <laughs> so I think George Westinghouse was direct current, which is a battery, and then... Um, the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> yeah, whereas Thomas Edison was ACDC, which is a self-propelling um, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah. And there's actually a movie that came out. It's on Amazon called The Current War, and it's with Tom Holland as as let's see if I get this right, Benedict Cumberpatch as George Westinghouse. Brought the bad guy who played Zod plays Thomas Edison. Very fitting. Uh, which is Zod? The the, the new one. Zod. Uh, Mike Mark, Mike Michael Sheen. Michael Sh- Sh- Mike Shane? Shane? Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. And then Tesla's played by Tom Holland. I can see that. That's really interesting. Yeah. I got to watch it, but I've heard it's called The Current War. Yeah. So interesting. That's something I've been reading about a lot recently, just about the that period between the Civil War and World War One. All those rich people, Rockefeller, Carnegie, Morgan, Vanderbilt, like the industries they built. Like we don't have that much today. Well, we do have Elon Musk. Well, it was the well, they 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 just as of today after this current they just launched SpaceX just launched uh... when, partnering with NASA, right? Yeah. Like it's, space it's really Tesla, is the yeah. final Think of it frontier. This way. It was the first kind of, like, <laughs> really contemporary documentation of the top elite of the class. Because mm-hmm. those guys were able to just, like, just make money unheard of. Yeah. The total freedom we had, they were like, John D. Rockefeller was like, I'm going to dig holes all over the country and just monopolize it, and I'll be the one giving oil to everybody. It was like, just one of those things where innovation was convoluted with monopoly, mm-hmm. and then people, over time based on the reflective sense of history, didn't know how to read it. Did you know I read about, I think it was in West Virginia, some company, I think it was Standard Oil, where they, the, the people in the town were working only for them, and, like, they wanted, re- represent, they wanted, like, a union, basically, and I think, like, they appealed to the president to call in the National Guard to shoot rioters. When, when was this? Ninth, I, I'm going to butcher this. I want to say 1905, maybe? So that would be Roosevelt? That might be William Taft. No, Taft was 1900. 19, Wasn't he in the 19, early 1910s? 10s, yeah, because Woodrow Wilson was 1913. Yeah. So, 1912. But, so, yeah, yeah, it would be 19. Actually, check that out. It's called West Virginia Massacre. <laughs> We're all over the place in this podcast. Pull, pull that shit up, Jamie. Yeah, pull that shit up, Jamie. <laughs> what's, uh, what, what's, what's the president's name? William Taft. I gotta look up. 
West Virginia yeah. massacre. So he was. Uh, was he one term president? He was 1909. Okay, until 1913. One term president. Yeah, until 1913. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, one term president. Because then it was a three way race in. Woodrow Wills. Oh, yeah. And then, and oh, then, it was 1920. Oh, no. It was 1920. Uh, what was that? Oh, no. I think it might have been Harding, not Coolidge. Uh, it was called the Battle of Mat- Matawan. It was not Matawan in Jersey. <laughs> it was a shootout. What year? Uh, 1920 between local coal miners and the that was ball. that was that was Woodrow Wilson. No, no, no. He was 1920. Woodrow Wilson was 19. Oh, so Harding was, only, how long was Harding. In, oh, Coolidge was a one-term president. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, as we're talking about this now, I'm curious. What do you think your jobs would have been a hundred years ago? What do you think you would have done for a living? So if I okay, so that's 1920. Two? 1920. Oh, okay. I would probably. What are we? What are we? Time travelers? We okay. So years? we were born in 1889, and we probably all would have served in the First World War. Yeah. That means at least one of us is dead because probably Jerry. Probably... <laughs> 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 if I came World back, War II. I'm trying to think. The 1920s was the Roaring Twenties. I don't know. I think they had libraries back. I then. probably like so. My grandfather on my mom's side was a like a presser. For like clothing, mm-hmm. so like I prob- probably would have been. I probably would have been like a presser. Okay. Yeah. My great grandfather was a drunk, and <laughs> worked in a, worked in a factory. And the other great grandfather came from Italy, and he I don't know what he did. I think a lot of people back then were were laborers. Yeah. You also have to assume we, if you're an immigrant back then, you're definitely going to be doing more manual labor. And if we were if we were to actually be Americans at that time too. Oh yeah, some like family history and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually very funny. Back then, the Italian and Irish immigrants were still fairly new. They were like sequestered in their own areas. Like, right, you weren't even considered like an American by a lot of people because the white Protestants saw this country as theirs. Like they would have just reduced us to doing a podcast like this and have no privilege. It's yeah, fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. Can, exactly. Man, can you imagine bringing something like this back there? They'd be like, witchcraft, witchcraft, burn it, burn them, burn them. Well, imagine when they first had lights. Like, they thought, like, I think there was propaganda said that when, um, I think it was Westinghouse or Edison, when they first put the electric thing in and he turns it on, it's going to blow up Chicago. And he's like, no, it's not. Click. And they're like, ah! Yeah, oh. And then, oh, didn't blow up. <laughs> uh, I was just, I was just looking, uh, you know, you talk about your favorite president, Calvin Coolidge. May he rest uh, in peace. May he rest in peace. Um, <laughs> Tell you the man he was, just... he was, uh, he became president not by being elected. Uh, Harding died of a heart attack. Kind of like uh, Lyndon Johnson with yeah. John Kennedy. He yeah. finished out the term. Then he ran for us. For us. It's it's funny. I didn't realize like G- Gerald Ford's the only president that was never elected. Never elected. So like he wasn't elected as uh, with uh, with Nixon as, with, Agnew was the first as the vice president. president. He was just appointed after Spiro Agnew resigned. Yeah, and then and then and he yeah. lost the election to Jimmy Carter. So yeah, wow. he was only president for what a year, a year and a half. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Carter is ninety six years and he old. He just got over cancer. He's for the, the oldest. Time. He's the oldest, like... President. By the time the next election comes, 2024, who's going to be 100 years old? I think he might live that long. Yeah, he's, he's definitely going to live that long. I think he's going to do it. I think he can do it. Yeah, I think everyone, do you know what's funny? As much as everyone doesn't like him for his for the, the economy back then, he's the only president that got a Middle East peace deal that still is like works today. Yeah. Like Egypt and Israel don't attack He's too each nice. Other. He's too, ni- he's and too he nice. And he didn't really know what to do with the no. economy. And they knew. Because like what, like was, what did he do? Like what, did he even try to do anything? What did he try to do? He would, the problem with him was he had a, Demo- he was a Democrat in his own Congress. His own party wouldn't play ball with them. He was actually much more conservative. He actually got rid of, two, uh, I think, one federal agency 
You never heard that from a Democrat. Oh, yeah. That's, that's... And he actually, his whole thing was balance the budget and lower the military budget. That was unheard but of. Did, did he want up balancing the budget? I think he balanced the budget. Oh, I but believe it's so. interesting Shocking. how, like, Shocking. the biggest... Then Reagan came in and ramped it up. <laughs> the biggest pivotal point for Republicans like debate is that he brought in the dark Department of Education. It's very interesting. You know, people forget Republicans forget that Richard Nixon created the EPA. EPA yeah, yeah. Everyone forgets that. Like, Richard Nixon was, like, no... Like small government fiscal. He also he also took us off the gold standard. Yeah, which is, uh... Richard Nixon, for all of his many sins, that might have been the worst one. Yeah, Do you know why he did that? Basically, he, the 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 agreement after World War Two was that we would all all of the Western countries would back their money by gold. Yeah. And eventually they realized the United States spending so much damn money, they asked for that gold back, and he goes, "Oh, we're just not going to use the gold standard anymore." So you should keep printing. Yeah, money. and then all oh, you're going to put in Fort Knox, you Fort think? Knox, you think? Yeah, and you now think. that allows, with no gold center, the government could spend as much money as yeah. it wants, and the Fed can move interest rates whenever. It's yeah. become so political that, like, that's an issue that I don't know how we're ever so, going to solve that. So try to explain that, like, of just just give Reserve? us, yeah, give us like a a Federal Reserve for dummies. Okay. <laughs> the way this country was set up was that Congress would print money via taxes from the Treasury, yeah. and those that, that would be. Mainly pieces of paper, dollars backed by gold and silver. Yeah. That way, gold and silver is a hedge against inflation. I don't think the inflation rate of gold has really fluctuated that much in the last 200 years. Gold tends to be relatively stable. Yeah. The problem is the big administrators and the big bureaucrats don't like a gold standard mm-hmm. because they can't manipulate things. When you can move the interest rate to zero, oh, we, government can spend more. Well, if you have a gold standard, the government can only spend what it has in the bank. I'll tell you the one story. During the Civil War was the first tax we had because we had a gold standard still, but Lincoln needed money to fight the Civil War. So he just had them print money, the greenbacks. and what Yeah, happened? I was going to say, like, I, I pawn, pawn, pawn. Pawn stars. Pawn stars. Yeah. Always would bring in, like, greenbacks mm-hmm. and... Um, they were printed by And uh, the gold, the gold-colored... Mm-hmm. Certificates. Certificates that were basically, like... Gold certificates. Gold certificates. Yeah. All paper. All the paper was was. It's an IOU. It was an IOU saying mm-hmm. that if you go to the bank, you can get this for gold. Mm-hmm. When you detach it from gold, it's a piece of paper. Yeah. What makes this piece of paper with a ten on it any different than this yeah. paper with a one on but it? But then, like, so, so, uh, so Abraham Lincoln. So, so with the Federal Reserve now, like, with no gold standard, they just keep pumping money, which is causing inflation, inflation with because no the, with no interest rate because yeah. you di- because you dilute it basically. Yeah. The more the more something is out there, and as the less rare it is, the more value it loses. I'll give an example in the Roman Empire. Um, this is going back two thousand years. Um, with coins, would have a certain amount of I believe it was silver in them, yeah. but there was only so much silver, so they would dilute it. That way, ten gold coins would have a little bit of silver in it to reach what should be one thing of silver. And at a certain point, they print, they made so much of them that there was no silver in it. It was worthless. That's yeah. what the U.S. dollar is basically doing. I and think it's what? Silver is like point nine 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 that you can never have. Actually. You can never have like a full one one pure silver. Pure yeah. silver. Where gold you can, right? I, I, I'm not sure. Gold has been... I've, I want to invest in gold. Gold is the one... I think people don't understand. Yeah. People don't really realize. It's not so much... What, all the pirate movies, what are they looking for? They're looking for gold. And if you see it in and movies, booty. what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> no, and they're you, looking for credit. They're looking for a good payment on their mortgage. Everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. And what also is, I think the gold standard... <laughs> for the boats, the mortgage on their boats. <laughs> <laughs> the gold standard, by nature, limits what DC can do. And if you're a big government bureaucrat, you don't want a gold standard. That's yeah. the main thing. So all the people from the Wall Street Journal... And the New York Times who will say it's outdated, it's Oh, you're old. calling them out here. <laughs> I'm calling them right out because they think, well, we, we've moved past that. It's like, yeah, we moved past that. We're inflating these bubbles every 10 years. 
because all they're doing is inflating bigger and bigger They've bubbles. They've been doing this since like See, 1980. So, so, a minimum 1980, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't want to get into, into the, I don't know if you, you it, it's not going to be a crazy theory because, <laughs> because it, it, it's, 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 it's interesting if you want to connect the dots. Connect the dots. So uh, Woodrow Wilson was the one that signed the Federal Reserve Act, In 1913. Right? 1913. But, the, but the act itself yeah. was written at a secret meeting in 1910. Yeah, well, I'm, get, I'm yeah. getting to that. I'm okay. getting to that. Yeah. So, so if you want to connect some certain dots yes. here, there was a certain incident, Bank, incident, that, incident happened that happened in between on 19... the sea. Yeah. It's a famous boat. Yeah. There's a $2 billion movie that came out in 1997 about it mm-hmm. by James Cameron. And the character who died... <laughs> yeah. Is in the movie, yeah. John Jacob Astor, who yeah. Astor plays, who was him, against, against the Federal, the Federal Reserve, Reserve banking, Act. and yeah. he just so happened to die in the Titanic. Titanic. I don't know. I'm and just, I'm just do you saying. know who owned the White Star Line? J.P. Morgan. There you go. Who was I, the biggest defender of the of the Federal Reserve Act? Yeah. J.P. Morgan. That don't want to. Don't want to. What I do with that is I just leave that. there. Yeah, just leave it there. Leave that there, leave and there. I don't know what that means. Just leave it for Joe And then, yeah, and that's... then, fifty years later, and then fifty years later, Nixon took us off the gold standard. So just, just, just connecting dots and. Yeah, just leaving you breadcrumbs. Yeah. That, uh, now, whether that's true or not, the you fact, can look it up yourself. We're not. We're not claiming that we. And the facts we, remain that even on a gold standard, if you want to print a ton of money, you can do it. But it's 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 easier to see the inflationary effects instantly. Yeah. Because everyone's seeing like, hey, how come this money's still worth something, but this is worth garbage? Because the government. Yeah, doesn't I, have I, the I money. don't think a lot of people understand, especially like our parents, our parents' age. They, it's they like live. back when my it was like uh, something was twenty cents. Now back it's when like they were millennials. Now <laughs> it's now it's a dollar fifty. It's like it's inflation. Yeah, inflation. Yeah, and they don't, they don't get that. And what also with the media does a and and academics do a bad job is. They label inflation as a symptom. It's actually the cause. Yeah. The printing money by nature is inflation. Yeah. But they say prices going up is inflation. No, that's that's the effect. Yeah. Of it. By, that was that. By <laughs> by the inflation. Yeah. By you printing no, by money, you, it'll, by, it's causing by prices to the go money, up. It's you're, causing, you're causing prices, inflation, which is causing the prices, prices to, to go, go up. up. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, we people, worded that right. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- yeah. So I was making sure. So we, the inflation is by nature printing money. It's yeah. basically. So it's funny. We cut to China is manipulating our currency. That's all we do. Well, here's here's <laughs> another here's another funny thing. If you if you want it, I I basically tell people when people want to when people ask me when I bring up Federal Reserve stuff, I don't want to go too into the weeds. Yeah. All I say to them is, you have you have the game monopoly. Just open up the instruction manual, when it talks about the bank. It says the bank doesn't run out of money. If the bank does run out of money, can just print you it. just you 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 go to your closet, you pull out a piece of paper, and, write and you just it. write down monetary issues, and that is used for money. And the know, bank never runs out of money. Do you know what's yeah. actually so scary about this? There's a new thing that academics are now literally pulling out of their butt called modern monetary theory. Oh, what is it like Bitcoin? It bas- no, it basically yeah. just says debt doesn't matter. We never have to balance budgets. We can just keep printing money. You and know what it's I think, funny? Because they don't want to deal with the debt. There was a girl I was dating over the summer mm-hmm. who worked for Bloomberg. Okay. And nonetheless... Not name dropping here. Not name yeah, dropping. No, 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 no name dropping. dropping. No name dropping. So this person was saying the exact same argument as he was. And she goes, this whole thing about printing money, you know, I don't even understand the concept of that. People do it all the time. Yeah, and that's a problem. That's scary. <laughs> that's scary. It's like, oh, just print it. Well, I'll give you guys a good example. Right after World War One, when Germany went into a civil war and then became the Weimar Republic, do you know what they did to meet the demand of all the all the all the uh, no, paying what? back to all the um, what are they called? What did they do to Germany? They punished Franks? them. 
but they no, they, they punished them by making them um, pay back war debts to make meet that they just printed money and the, to buy a loaf of bread you had to bring a wheelbarrow full of money yeah that was that's also an episode of Pawn Stars they yeah. brought it they brought well, in like German the, 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 the German base and he looked at him and goes I can't pay you anything for it they're worthless and he's like well what about the historical value he goes even with There's the no historical he goes even with the historical significance of it it's two dollars mm-hmm. he says, I'll give you two dollars yep, and the guy nothing. wasn't insulted by it but he was just very like taken aback like he didn't understand it yeah because even historic value doesn't mean anything it has to have intrinsic yeah. value and yeah. if you printed it into oblivion it doesn't matter well they brought in a I want to say a five dollar greenback mm-hmm. from, from Link, like from, from like Lincoln. eight from like Lincoln yeah from eighteen sixty five eighteen sixty five and that was worth five hundred dollars to a grand yeah yeah it was backed by gold right yeah because it, it was backed by gold back then and uh-huh. they they you watch that show that's all they talk about is gold they love gold and they silver. say the Federal Reserve's all yeah nonsense. oh yeah they're all they're all they're all all in on all in a... <laughs> sound like Ron Paul oh yeah <laughs> there yeah. was a great moment I think what really woke me up to a lot of Things that the media won't cover is, um, there was, I think it's 2011, Ben Bernanke, chairman of the Fed at the time, was in a debate with Ron Paul. Ron Paul was oh, on the, epic. the House e- Economic epic. Committee, I think that was what it was called, House Monetary Committee, whatever it was, and he asked him a simple question. He goes, Mr. Bernanke, is gold money? And he goes, no. At that moment, there should have been riots from coast to coast, because what that basically means is no matter how bad it ever gets, the U.S. government has no hedge against inflation. Right. The only thing they're going to do is print more money. They yeah. deconstructed their morale right mm. there. At that moment, you should have, there should have been like a major awakening across. And you saw Ron Paul's face just like, <laughs> so we're just going like, to print money. Mic drop. And, what? Then, and then he said, it's been, oh, so it's been money for 6,000 years, but somebody just made it, made it not. And he goes, and Ben Bernanke goes, oh, well, it's an asset. He goes, well, some people think it's money. <laughs> it's just, well, it's like, it's like Bitcoin. <laughs> Like, well, that isn't really so. Bitcoin has a, a method in terms of trans transit like yeah. transfer because it's digital. Yeah. But Bitcoin in and of itself has no intrinsic value, so it's not. Really but the money. stock of I remember. Do you remember it, a couple years stable. ago yeah, where people were up. people were like selling their stock because it was like hundred. But how volatile is it? Like it was Bill very Gates volatile. jumps into it and then he backs out and it drops down radically. Yeah. You well, can't have something that. that what happened was our you know Giuseppe, our friend, he was like my friend. He took out all. He took out the stocks for Bitcoin that he had, or he found the Bitcoin in a hard drive that he had. Put it in. It was a hundred thousand dollars worth of it. He pulled that out and put it and put, put it in, in some bank? type of monetary cash fund. Like it was. Did he have to pay like some kind of tax? No, or? it was just pull it out, put it in the bank, bike drop, walk away. What's that called when you gamble on the stock market and you make money? There's a tax. It, it's it's day trading. But is there a, was there a tax that they? they I, I have no clue. I don't know. I'm telling you another thing. We're going to go on. The tax code is so convoluted in this country. Yeah. I think they should get rid of the income tax and go to a national yeah. sales tax. People have gotten angry at me for suggesting <laughs> that because they don't like the idea of like, oh, but so then I I spend I I get it, that's worse than an income tax. I go no because it shuts up both sides. Yeah. Democrats shut up because the millionaires who live like millionaires have to pay more and shuts the Republicans up because there's no income tax. Right. So. Basically, you'd have Bill Gates paying a lot more taxes, Jeff Bezos paying a lot more taxes, and me and you and you paying whatever because we don't live like millionaires. We pay whatever. Now, the debate is how would you regulate that? What what goods would be part of the income? It's it's a debate. It's a fair debate. I And that debate also relies on the sense of entrepreneurship and innovation because – It could also stifle – and that's what I've heard the argument is that if you put a national sales tax, it would stifle innovation because then you're kind of afraid to make money because you know you're going to get taxed a lot. Hmm. So it's almost like it's it's do if you do if damned if you do do, do, do whatever I'm saying. Is, so I'm not really sure whether I just think the income tax the, the the 
quote unquote progressive income tax is not progressive and it's it's tax code is didn't it get simplified under Trump? Yeah. Like it was like seven categories. He was trying trying to simplify it to like one piece of paper front and back. Which I don't know why it it can't be that. I think I think it did I think it did happen with whatever the last apparently didn't it hurt people apparently? I heard it 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 hurt if you cut about half of it. Yeah. Okay. Of the, the tax code back in 2017. Okay, that was the one thing the Republicans got passed. Yeah, because there's been like, no bill. That was it. That was, that was it. The only thing, and then they and then they lost. Everybody, uh, everyone forgets, like all you got is two years. Yeah, like Obama only had two years. Bush only had two years. Like yeah. it, before the party switch in the, yeah. in the House, which usually happens. Which is actually good. It's a check on the system that way one party can just run roughshod over. You know. Yeah, it's 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 a little. <laughs> you don't want one party being in control of everything. Well, they did that. Was it Obama had it for a year and a half? To 2010. No, didn't he have it? Because yeah, what is it? House, House and the Senate had an 09, they, 08, they, yeah. they swept. Yeah, everything. they swept it, yeah. But then in 10, the Tea Party showed up. Yeah, and then... And then it's the House went Republican, but the but, but the Senate I I, I I remember 20, 2014, the Republicans oh, just swept, swept everything. Swept everything, yeah. And I just laughed. And they didn't do anything when yeah. they said they were going to do. Yeah. Well, they gridlocked them. They gr- yeah, that's, that's honestly, that's what it always happens. It's, it's going to be gridlocked now. But it's going to be weird. We're now in a one-term president. Usually, I figured it's going to be the swap with a two-term president. But now we're in a one-term, so it's like, things will get weird now. Well, we might have a two-one-term. Yeah, because yeah. Trump and Biden. yeah. It's kind of funny that there's only been two one-term presidents in the last 50 years. So Bush, was, well, no, three. Bush. Both Bush. Carter. Carter. And Trump. And now it's going to be Trump. Would yeah. you call Ford a one-term president? Or not even just finished out Nixon? Ford was term. like, what, a year? A, a year and a half. Although he presided over a couple of things. He presided over more covert stuff and withdrawal from Vietnam and pardoning Nixon. That's about right. it. And he, he didn't give yeah, much that was that was the worst thing he did. Yeah, once once you pardon him, but I guess the I understand the logic of like you don't want people to hold grudges. We will not have the Soviet Union in Eastern, in Eastern Europe. Europe. And then Jimmy Carter looks at him like you know that uh, Russia, Ru- Ru- Russia is uh, Russia is Eastern Europe. Russia is Eastern Europe. It's Central Europe. It's mm-hmm. Western Europe. The Soviet Union controls it all. Uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> and that's what gave Jimmy Carter the election. Yeah, and then uh, and then Ronald he, Reagan. But besides the. Uh, Besides the peace deal, what, 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 did Jim Carter even do anything? <laughs> well, something very interesting, I'm sure I'll get. Well, it's all open. There's a great book. Um, Zbigniew Brzezinski, he's a um, Harvard faculty guy. He's passed away now. He was Jimmy Carter's national security advisor. And he wrote a book basically bragging about before Reagan came in on the Afghan border. They did a couple of things to get the Soviets to come in mm-hmm. to give them their own Vietnam. So we're always taught that. America responded after the Soviets invaded. We we wanted them coming in. We want like we you goaded to them down. to come in. And that then, we could and, that we could arm the Mujahideen, fight them, and and hopefully that would bankrupt the Soviet Union. And they asked Vladimir Brzezinski about it, I and can't. it kind of did, right? I mean, the Soviet Union naturally was going to collapse anyway, yeah. because you can't run a system centrally planning everything. You don't have any private industry. How is that going to run? You can only print so much money, as we're seeing. As we're seeing now. But at least yeah. here, you could... See, the argument is you could print money if you had, like, a very flourishing entrepreneurial spirit, which we do. And the taxes do kind of balance it out. That's why I don't think we'll ever truly go into hyperinflation. Right. But you still need to balance the budget. And that's what I was exactly going to say, because they're just managing low expectations right now. Exactly. Well, like what about you, stagflation? Like they were talking about it. In I don't like understand what that means. I don't, I don't get what stagflation that is. That was because I think wages weren't going up during Jimmy Carter's term. I mm. think that's what stagflation... I think that was mainly because this, this doesn't get taught. In the 1960s, the Great Society, the Moon Missions, the Vietnam War, that was all on the credit card. Right. We, we didn't pay for that. We didn't raise taxes. We just put them on the credit card and just paid for that. And then in the 70s, we had stagflation. 
that was the after effects of you printing all this money, and now inflation comes in because your your money is not worth as much. Well, there was also these like, well, not so much rumors, but things that actually happened where people like they had to wait like almost the hours like for fucking gas and shit like that. Yeah, my my my, yeah. my my mom did that. Yeah, that was because of our. That was mainly I believe that was because the Saudi that was punishment by the Saudis because we sided with the Israelis in the seventy three mm. war, and that was their way of sticking it to us. Yeah, so. According, also, it was a power grab by OPEC. <laughs> according to Wikipedia, because Wikipedia is always reliable, <laughs> uh, in economics, stagflation or recession inflation is a situation in which the inflation rate is high, the economic gro- rate growth rate slows, and unemployment remains steadily high. It presents a dilemma for economic policy since actions intended to, to lower inflation may exacerbate unemployment. And the funny thing is yeah. the only way, without a gold standard, how do you lower inflation you so, have to do so basically so basically by trying to push down the inflation you were causing unemployment yeah yeah so. and i think the way they got out of it was when reagan came in he put paul volcker in charge of the fed and he raised interest rates yeah which caused people to save money and then i think reagan cut taxes and i i could be totally wrong but i think that was the boost yeah we still had met debt but the debt wasn't Didn't as reagan bad raise taxes yes well we kind of had a little bit of an inflation in the early, in the uh, early i mean a uh, recession in the early 80s because right? it wasn't it didn't really kick off to the mid 80s yeah he ramped because reagan ramped up spending beyond he was no fiscal conservative yeah but he i want to say he didn't he i don't remember did he cut taxes well he, people say i mean I well, he cut taxes first then he raised taxes yeah something like that uh according to my to my family they all said like reagan was like they they had like their income went up and mm-hmm. everything and they, everyone was saving money and it was like roaring i think it was 80s. because more the confidence was back yeah because in the early in the i feel like in the early 1980s like 81 82 83 reagan it wasn't good with the yeah. economy still it didn't really ramp up until so like 84, 85 but yeah. like that was when it really kicked off and then we had a tiny recession in 1987 93 and 87 87 well what was there one in the early 90s too? um on, on the book it conti- that's the whole thing it continued see you notice in these cycles every 10 years this yeah. is because the fed is doing these things manipulating the interest yeah. rates would i really think this is the simplistic answer with the fed if you would just let interest rates be determined by the market yeah. Then you wouldn't need central planning because then you'll be like, you you'll debate where should I put my money in the bank here, put it in here because the interest rate is determined by the market, not by this. People get scared of that because you're basically leaving it up in the air. But it's like, would you rather have people in the Federal Reserve determining it, a bunch of PhDs who obviously don't know what they're doing, or would you rather have the market figure it out? That's and then the we had, and then we had a surplus in the nineties. In the nineties, yeah. Yeah, and then which was destroyed by Bush. by Bush. <laughs> and, then, and then we got another. Sur- well, I don't remember. Didn't apparently I found out Barack Obama did balance the budget, but at the same time, really, he, he ramped up. He did deficit spending, but he did balance the budget. Like it didn't. How does that de- work? Because the deficit, <laughs> the deficit didn't didn't keep going, getting worse every year. Mm. Under Trump, it got worse. Well, didn't we have COVID. like? Didn't we have record GDP this year? Yeah. Mm-mm. Was it? When he came in, didn't this year? No, go down? this year they said like it's like the highest, the highest that's been. But isn't the but the debt, well because the debt, they because they said because the is greater than GDP. Well, yeah. Well, problem. they also said because this year started out like Horrible. with COVID and stuff that now everything's starting to like yeah but open also up again. That we have our debt is higher than GDP for the first time in history. That can't be. Didn't did, yeah? Didn't it say like our spending? Was it the something has now doubled to the point that was like there's more. There's more debt now than there's money. Well, yeah, there's more debt than 
we there's more debt than we put out in yeah. wasn't the pandemic spending about three to four trillion dollars by itself yeah in one year and remember we didn't raise and here's the problem we didn't raise taxes to pay for that and the fed kept interest rates at zero so it's creating this illusion that everything's okay right that's the problem where this is all an illusion because if the fed raised interest rates what they were doing in the beginning yeah and actually it was it was good it was still going to have you would have a balancing act i still don't believe in the fed controlling interest rates but at least they're understanding okay the economy's kicking raise interest rates you don't want people just spending tons of you want some savings in there yeah. right but what, then, was it, what, what weren't we at negative interest rates that was under point? obama it got bad we were at negative one that basically means that they're printing money faster than anybody can get it oh, sure. <laughs> That means like Chase has the money guaranteed to them before it's even off the print. Oh, my press. God. <laughs> and what's scared about that is that the Federal Reserve by nature is corruption because then the banks that are members of the Federal Reserve system, they get the money first at low interest. And then we, you know, they get it at good interest rate. We get it inflated. We get it till it comes later. Well, so Obama in the, in the red was about a trillion dollars a year in deficit spending. Every single year? Every single year because under Bush... I believe the uh, deficit was about eleven trillion, mm-hmm. and then Obama, I, by its average, did about one trillion a year. So that's why Trump is was saying we're nineteen trillion in debt. I think that's why these. I'm realizing the commonality between Bush, Obama, and Trump. They all keep the taxes low for the for the upper class because Barack Obama kept the Bush tax cuts because it allows them to spend. Because they can get away with the illusion of, see, I'm keeping your taxes low and I'll spend over here. It, it makes this illusion of everything's okay. Meanwhile, in logic, it would actually be, as much as I hate this, raise taxes if you want to. Because you balance out the spending. And lower spending. And lower spending. Or if you're going to spend $20 million, you know, million, that's a, years ago, yeah. $20 trillion, why don't you raise taxes? Because that's not popular. I can't wait for like, what, like 10, 15 years from now where we have like a number that we never even heard of. So like, what, what, what's after what, a trillion? Uh, what's right after now a trillion? We're, we're about at 30, I think. We got to 30. I think, did we hit 30? No, just, just um, not, not, not even like the, def- the, the debt. Okay. I mean, just like spending. So it's like, we're doing, oh. we're doing 20 trillion. It's like, so when we get to like the next. Well, the next strata? The, the next strata of like. <laughs> spending. A, what, what's after trillion? A zillion? I, well, you know back at the. Is zillion even, even a real. Uh, no, I think qu- quintillion is a number. Like, uh, you imagine we're like 50, 60. We spend one quintillion dollars. We're going to be like, what the quintillion? Well, if we keep going at this rate. What? what, what? I, I think it's kind of funny to look back at, like, I think Reagan, like, the deficit was like 540 billion, and that was considered radical. Was now little... it's 30 trillion. And no one's talking about it. Jeez. It's just it's it's a really strange thing. But I think also in the during the Cold War we at least had everyone was on our side. It was even though it was an illusion of prosperity, there still was some of it. Whereas now it's just So so let's let's play a game of like what if right now. So what so We call this podcast history yeah, what ifs. <laughs> what history, what ifs, yeah. So what do you think that the spending and the deficit would have been as bad as it is now, let's just say like nine eleven never happened, mm. and we never went into like the Middle East to do anything. Do you think it would be like no? We 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 was it thirty trillion? Right now, yeah. Yes, we, we we'd be at what like five fifty billion I mean, the, or something. The, <laughs> these people were always going to be big spenders, yeah. but they were not going to spend the way they did. Well, most of the they're it, spending like drunken sailors. It yeah, like... I, isn't it? I I could be wrong, but isn't most of the debt? Because of all these welfare entitlement programs, or is it the wars? Because 
I feel like far, foreign aid is much lower than I thought. Foreign aid isn't the, even though it's bad, it's not as much. I feel like a lot of it is guaranteeing Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, or those not even on the list. You're pretty much summarizing a credit card pie chart that you would get on an app, and then summarizing the percentage breakdowns of what you spend your money on. So basically, that's that's the that's every year. It's it's cumulative between what you're describing as mm-hmm. far as what our U.S. costs are, holistically speaking, and there's it's inevitable that you have to narrate all these different components based on the welfare state that we have here and the warfare based state. Based on the warfare, mm-hmm. welfare slash warfare state. Well, 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 welfare, warfare, welfare, warfare, <laughs> social it's... security, and like all these things are pretty much percentage breakdowns on your credit card statement as a pie chart. You know, social security is so it's not going to work. Like, there's not enough people working in the labor force today to make up for the baby boomers who are going to retire soon. That was FDR, right? That was FDR. And that was initially created as just a, a last resort of, like, senior people. But it's become a thing where, like, people are thinking Social Security is going to save them. And I think – I get in trouble for saying this, but it sounds like a good idea. It's not. Because now you're having people thinking, oh, I don't have to save. Government will give me a check. It's not happening. No, and, that's and, very true. and the money they're giving you, remember, is inflated dollars. It's not worth. You're getting thirty thousand dollars. It's not the same thirty thousand dollars of twenty years ago. That's why FDR, like, he, he's a he's an interesting presidency to study because it's he realized the limits of his power. Because because if you look at it, it's like the country before FDR, mm-hmm. and then the country like after FDR. He created our modern mm-hmm. military state. And then you could look at it like so. You could look at it like before FDR, then after FDR, then you could look at it like. Before Reagan, after Reagan. Mm-hmm. Those would be like the two modern presidents. Like, I, I look at FDR like as the first modern president. Yeah, I'll say And that. then I look at Reagan as like the new modern. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny when yeah. you bring up presidents before FDR and no one knows who they are anymore. Like, I bring up. Well, yeah, because it's. Like, cause it's cool. it's well, a cause lost world. Well, because that's what I'm saying. Like, before FDR. So FDR, pretty much, if, regardless of what he did in terms of like all the government programs that he, which that, failed. That he did, which <laughs> failed. If you want to look at it like this, like. FDR is that gold standard presidency where it's like everything before FDR, you all look at it and go, they didn't even do anything. Whereas exactly. like FDR, it's like everything in modern day. It's the do. It's it's the president. It's the it's the powerful president. Yeah, it's the powerful president that everything that he did, people are like, I saved the country. It's like yeah, well, you know, the problem we, is you we, also we would have bounced back anyway. We would, and you also realize yeah. that this is also the, the 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 scary thing is that I think they pick these presidents for a purpose that we study in school because they want the idea of a powerful government. Mm. And when you bring up someone like Rutherford Hayes, Benjamin Harrison, yeah. people have no idea who Grover Cleveland. <laughs> they have no idea who these guys are. And there's a good. I think there's. I think the more I've read about the presidents between Lincoln and and, and Wilson that you know nothing about, there's a reason you don't hear about them because they're awesome. Calvin yeah. Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge. Yeah, even even Ian's favorite president. Yeah, like you. All, all, you even, all, all he did was sleep. Yeah, all he did was sleep. Like, but you even you, you we lionize people like like for the major things they did, but the office of the presidency is meant to be very very limited. And it was actually Teddy Roosevelt and, and Woodrow Wilson who radically changed that idea. Yeah. And FDR and Lyndon Johnson well, and Richard Nixon just, just spent it into oblivion. Republican and Democrat who did that. Oh yeah, this is and you know what's funny? Um Teddy Roosevelt was a Republican. The Republican Party hated him because he became this big administrative guy. They were like, that's not what our party stands and then, for. And then he tried to run for a third, third party and then the... swayed the vote to Woodrow Wilson in nineteen twelve. That's it's it's no Woodrow Wilson is um Well he 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 did the uh 
the the bull moose party. Bull moose party, and then federal. Then we got we got Woodrow Wilson. We got the boom. What do we got? We got the um, Federal Reserve Act, the income tax, abolished the Seventeenth Amendment, World War One, like World War One, oh, a he, war that we really had no. Business we had no business in, and, and apparently yeah. that's something. So I just bought a book that I'm going to start reading called British Naval Intelligence from 1914 to 1918, <laughs> and this guy's a naval historian from Britain, and he writes that. So some light reading, you know, just something, that's no, something, something, yeah, something yeah, no just to deal. hang out with. No, no big deal. Some light reading. And the book basically mentions that, you know, the Lusitania, which was the ship that was shot, that we it was American passengers were on a British ship liner and German submarines sunk it, and that was part of the reason we got into war. Turns out Woodrow Wilson had weapons on there, and they were giving it to Britain, and the Germans had intercepted the code. They knew it was in there, so when they attacked it, they were actually rightfully fighting a war. So the U-boat blew up the thing. Yes, killing civilians. That's and the movie U five seven one. No, it's World War Two. That's World War Two. Because the U boats were around in World War One. Yeah, World War One's a fascinating one. Because it's, it's the forgotten war. Forgotten Nobody war. talks about it. Sixty million people, I think, died. Yeah, and then was it the the Archduke got shot? Got shot. Yeah, you ever think about that? You're imagine you're like a day laborer in Britain. War is declared. You got to sign up, son. Why? So there's this prince in in uh, in Austria Hungary who got shot by a Serbian nationalist. And you're like, why? Well, I gotta serve. Yeah, serve your country, serve the kid, forgotten country. What? Yeah. And you were you were seen as a um, as a loser if you didn't sign up. Yeah, and then and then the war's over with, and then who gets blamed? Germany. Yeah, Germany, who didn't, then, who actually then, just sided with the wrong people. And then you did, and then, and then you got World War Two. You want and history is just there's a reason why we're not taught it in a certain and way. Then the Cold War. The Cold War. Everything sets up for the next. The Cold I, The Cold War started immediately after World War Two ended, or was it like you a year? You want to know why they teach it in such a strategic way too? What? Because history sounds better. <laughs> yeah. History okay. is one is a subject that's always up for debate. Mm-hmm. In the simplest it's a, it's terms. a science being studied, and it's very easy to question mm-hmm. on who is teaching it to you with more information nowadays. Mm-hmm. So they teach it in a certain way as just the concept of trivializing like these students the to, big things, yeah. to to receive like the generalistics of things. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to know the details basically. Right. And yeah. what were we talking about again? World War One. <laughs> World War One, yeah, World War One. So was the Cold War started like immediately after World War Two or was it like a year? There was a weird moment in there. So this is something so interesting that FDR died, and I think FDR's plan was always to get along with Stalin and give them aid because they had lost. I think Russia lost like ten million soldiers. Like they yeah. they sacrificed a lot um, against the Nazis. Like Eastern Europe was just in ruins. And Harry Truman came in and listened more to Winston Churchill, who hated Stalin, but but they partnered with Stalin just to fight Hitler. So once Roosevelt's dead, that ear is gone, and Stalin left that in the cult and. Churchill pretty much told Truman he wants to take over the world, which is not totally wrong. Like I think I just don't think Joseph Stalin had the means in 1945 to do it. So it's interesting that um, the British, who were told basically gave up their empire, um, Greece, I believe, went into communist hands. There was a civil war, and um, Churchill bombed Greece, and I believe the CIA backed a coup and put the monarchy there. And Stalin never went in. And basically, I think Stalin was kind of doing an olive branch of, like, I don't want to fight. So I wonder if people debate how the Cold War started. It's almost the, the West started it. We, mm. we, remember, we created this this national security state building tanks, bombers, fighter jets, every, fighter planes, we didn't have jets for the end of the war. Mm. We built up all of these things, and we were so scared of going back to a depression that we kept the spending 
of what's called the military industrial complex. So we kind of had to keep the war war machine going because we were so scared of like once you decommission this, the Great Depression's coming back. And the only reason the depression ended was because the Republicans got control of the Senate and they cut taxes mm. and then the spending went down and that's when the depression ended. World War Two did not end the depression. World War Two just gave it a temporary boost. Once the war was over, though. You don't need planes and bombers anymore. Want, right I, back to square one. I read something very interesting that FDR, after the war ended, he was going to step down. Like he was going to like resign from the presidency. Well, he looked horrible at well, the end because his, <laughs> yeah. his health was. He had fifteen year he, president. He had like heart failure, mm-hmm. and he was like he had like he looked high horrible. Pressure. You look at one of the last conversations with Churchill and Stalin. He looks horrible. Yeah, his eyes are sunk. Mm-hmm. And he looks really skinny, and yeah, like, it well, looks really he, bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was. It's it was, kind of ironic, as much as I disagree with them. I think that that man. When he died, he probably could have prevented the Cold War. Yeah. Harry Truman was like well, a bumbling idiot. He was the one that started the United Nations. The United Nations. Yeah. And his idea was basically have nations combine for peace. And mm. there's some debate whether the UN works yeah. as intended. Or, it was a nice it, idea. It's funny that he put it in New York because that, that was his home. Do you know who donated the land? Take a wild guess at which family donated the land. Rockefeller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, 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 that sounds like... That that's sounds, on Wikipedia. That sounds like a good place to to, yeah. to, 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 to... to end it for now? Yeah, to end it for now. So, uh... Hope you guys enjoyed I history know, and what I, ifs. I don't know if this is going to go up or not, but we'll, uh... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll, 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 give it a, we'll give it a little bit to mull on, but, uh... This was brought to you, you by f- Fake News. You can mm. find us on, uh... You can find us on YouTube, Poodle Collective, uh... Fireball? Anchor. Anchor run Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at knightsboard.com. Uh, you sign up there. Uh, you'll get a uh, you'll get an achievement, um, and you'll uh, get some awesome content uh, from us and more podcasts as well as D and D stuff and other content that's going to go up there too. It's great. Uh, Follow just, us just, on Instagram. Just go on nightsboard.com. <laughs> Stay classy. And we'll be there. So, for me, Jerry, Ian, we'll, we'll say... Uh, Sayonara. Sayonara. Bye. 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 Bye.